Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13, everybody. You already know what it is, Tandy Judgment Podcast. Uh, we are gathered here on this lovely Thursday evening at the ripe old time of 10.45 p.m. to uh, record episode 13. We've got, uh, we're going to keep it short tonight. I'm recording very, very late tonight. Got a uh, got a lot going on, uh, a lot of things in the, a lot of irons in the fire, if you will. Um, got a wake tomorrow. Got the family coming down, things like that. So we're kind of getting the house straightened out and uh, and uh, ready for our guest, and uh, you know, among other things. Hope everybody's doing good out there. Uh, man, what a beautiful past couple days we've had, huh? Fall is officially fucking here. Let's, let's go. Now when you're walking, you're hearing the leaves crinkling. It smells fucking delicious out there. Love it, love it, love it, man. It's just like, it is that time, guys. Sweater weather is here to stay for the time being. Next thing you know, it's fucking Sherlin's and, and, uh, mink coats and everything else you know anything to get peter riled up right go in your closet pick out the most disgusting vile once alive and now dead as shit animal coat that you could find put that motherfucker on keep yourself nice and warm and tight and uh enjoy a a podcast or two hey listen to tainted judgment why not right um but yeah beautiful weather Everything is uh, A-OK on my end. A lot of things happening uh, this week. The uh, Hurricane Ian has been absolutely demolishing everything in its path. Um, Really did a number in on Florida the past couple days. And uh, my thoughts and prayers go down to you uh, inbred motherfuckers down there. Um. Hundreds dead, according to the uh, to the headlines. I was talking to my ma today, and uh, you know we're discussing it. And there was a couple people in our family that were unaccounted for, and people were starting to get nervous. And I said, "Ma, I was like, that's you know, dying from a hurricane is a third world problem. You know, I'll be damned. You know, I, I mean, you know." I'm originally from Rhode Island. I don't know the first thing about fucking people dying, right? But, you know, it almost never happens. And uh, I said, well, they'll be fine. They got nothing to worry about. You know, they got a house and, you know, it's not like they live outside in the fucking dumpster somewhere. You know what I mean? And uh, she said, no. She's like, you know, hundreds of people have died so far. And, uh, And I'm sitting there saying to myself, yeah, okay. So I told her, I was like, yeah, 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 you know. She had surgery yesterday. Everything went good, you know, thank God. But uh, I'm thinking maybe the fucking drugs haven't worn off yet, right? Nope. Went on to my uh, old faithful, the Snapchat news circuit. And sure as shit, TMZ did an article on it. Uh, You know, I think even my buddy Ben Shapiro even touched base on it. You know, I mean, this is serious shit, you know. So really scary stuff. I had absolutely no idea, but my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody. Like the pictures that you see from this place is like, you know what's funny? This is what makes me laugh, though, you know? 
Now, they've got a Category 4 hurricane just ripping through, right? Taking down houses, everything. But you see the pictures of the cars floating, right? I shit you not. This past little bout of rain that we had, if you look at our pictures, some of the pictures from, you know, 95 and all those areas that got flooded out from from clogged fucking drains via trash, you know, look more intense than the ones in Florida. Now, that's fucking saying something. So, right out, if you're listening, get your act together once again. Because I'm looking at these pictures going, oh, that there's a, a picture of Rhode Island from last week. Nope, 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 nope. It's uh, it's Florida, bitch. Unbelievable. So sad. But you see the cars floating. Houses fucking demolished. They said it was... uh, They're saying it was tsunami-style flooding. You know, just like tidal wave type shit. Just absolutely insane, you know? That's why I don't fuck with Florida, man. I just don't fuck with it. You know, you know... You, you can get into it and talk about the global warming and all that. And rah, rah, rah. It's getting worse. Listen, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? We're going to die. We're going to die in 10 years anyway. Who gives a shit, right? But my thing is, is like, I can. Florida's not for me. I've been twice in my life, both when I was, you know, an adolescent. And uh, it just, even at the time, hot, muggy as a bastard, wet, you know? everything's a beach, you know, see, that's the thing, I, you know, I, I, if you're from a place like upstate New York, or you're from the Midwest, you know, and shout out to, I don't know who it is out there in Wichita uh, that's uh, listening, but I've got a red dot in the middle of Wichita, home of BTK, uh, you know, and it, whoever that is, they are an avid listener, so if, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, um, please, Shoot me a DM. I'd love to find out who you are, get your story, and when we start, you know, making merch and shit like that, I'd love to send you out something for free. But um, but if you're from the Midwest, you're from out there, you know, I get how going to a place where beaches are fucking everywhere could be, like, really alluring, you know? You're like, oh, you know, it's going to be great, you know? Me, you know, even though I really didn't live in an area that was even remotely near the beach... Rhode Island is just one of those places you could fucking you take a hundred paces and you could end up on a beach somewhere, whether it's a, a lake beach, you know, with with like like the one over there in Butterville where they got syphilis floating around in the water and you walk out with furuncles and barnacles on your ball bag, you know, or you end up in, uh you know, Scarborough Beach and you you boink yourself on a on a hot needle, you know, or. You find a cool Pepsi can that somebody smoked some grade A black tar heroin out of, you know? So cool, right? But that's what it is living out here. So it's like you go to Florida, it's the same deal as over here. The only difference is, is you're sweating your fucking balls off. It doesn't matter what time of year. Everybody says, oh, go in the winter. It's not as bad. Bullshit. Bullshit. People forget that I've got the greatest... um lie buster in the whole world when pe- i love when people talk to me about the weather you know they're like oh you know it, it wasn't bad today fuck you you know was you there sweating your ass off having to change your shirt two or three times no you weren't don't talk to me about 
it wasn't bad. Or you get people that work in offices, oh, it wasn't too bad. I, you know, when I was walking out to my car for my cigarette break, you know, listen, you, you're going to talk to me. I'm running around out there, you know, uh, like a chicken with my head cut off and sweating my ass off, you know, all day. You know, I'm in a triple deck and these guys got the heat on and shit like that. You're going to tell me it's not that bad when you're out there ripping a dot in your fucking 1997 Camry, you know? Get out of here. Get real, you know? But I got the best lie buster ever. When somebody talks to me about the weather, I don't even hesitate anymore. I just pull my phone out and I got an app called the Weather Channel. I open that motherfucker up and it just completely negates almost Almost 95% of the time negates anything that anybody's telling me. Oh, the weather's going to be great this weekend. No, it's not. It's supposed to rain. No, it's not. I'm telling you. I open the fucking thing. Here you go. It's raining like a bastard. You know? Or, you know, oh, it's not going to be that hot. You open it up. What is this here? It says it's going to be 95 degrees. Well, it's the fucking middle of January. Yeah, well, it's New England. You never know what's going to happen, right? Here it is, you know? I just love it. I live for that. You know, I love proving somebody wrong you know my uncle comes down to a job today i'm working at you know he's you know breaking balls and shit like that and he placed a fucking bet you know he says oh i bet that this fitting looks like that when you pull it apart he says oh yeah watch this here you know and sure as shit i pull it apart and i run his pockets you know what i mean took him for all he's got fucking left him walking out light but that's the name of the game i do the same shit with weather but, um, yeah, I'm all set with the Florida. Don't talk to me about it. I don't care. You know, you go to, all right, you go down there for Disney. That's the one thing. You go down there for Disneyland, right? That's about it. You don't go there for SeaWorld no more because you don't want to have to walk past, do the walk of shame past the PETA people and fucking, you know, ASPCA and all that shit, you know? It's like, yeah, we know it's fucking torture, but we spent the money to come here type shit, you know? Uh, the kids want a cup with a whale on it. So if, if Billy, you know, Billy's going to fucking bellyache the whole plane ride home if he doesn't get this fucking, this Shamu, uh, teddy bear, you know, I I would go to, I would personally go to SeaWorld with my family hoping that the fucking orca would just grab the trainer and just fucking ragdoll him, you know, that's what you're really there for, you know, and hold on. Everybody's like, oh, why would you say something? Because you know that the minute that the lights are off, you know, it's like that song by Jackson Brown, the um, the loadout by Jackson Brown, you know, he says, but I can hear the sound of slamming doors and folding chairs. That's a sound they'll never know. He's talking about, you know, the roadies shutting everything down, you know, and the place is silent after all the fans leave, you know. That's the deal with with fucking SeaWorld. Everybody leaves, the place gets quiet, and then they just start fucking paint and brushing these orcas and seals and everything else. Just just bashing them across the face and shit. It's horrible. There's a movie about it out there on Netflix. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, Blackfish, I think. I never watched it. You know, it's... You got to be careful with the propaganda movies, you know. You don't know what's factual or what's exaggeration, but you get the picture, you know. But, uh, you know, that's what you go down to Florida for. You go down there, you know, haha, we're over here at Disney, you know. Let's take the pictures with Goofy, you know, and let's uh, see Mickey, and then we'll go to Universal and 
and totally geek out on Harry Potter and shit like that. Never been to Universal. Been to SeaWorld. I've been to Disney. I've never, ever, ever been to Universal. That's the one thing that I would consider going to Florida for, you know? Everybody posts shit about Universal. It seems pretty fucking dope, but, you know, that's all relative. You know, if it's for you, great. If it's not, then, you know, you might fucking walk out of there with with your pockets hurting and uh, a bad belly, you know? But, uh, which brings me to a good point. While we're on the subject of uh, theme parks, right? What is funnier, and I know some people that listen do this, and, you know, don't take this personally, but seriously, listen up. What is it with people bringing their fucking babies to Disney? What is the deal with that? You can't hold off three years to fucking take your kid to Disney. And every time that you confront one of these clowns about it, right, they always have the same response. Well, you know, we want them to be a Disney kid, and these are memories that they'll never forget. The fucking kid isn't even off the nipple yet, you know? The kid is still latched or try or not even. The kid is hasn't even learned to latch properly yet, and you're fucking bringing him to Disney to, to break him in. Yeah, he'll remember it. Yeah, you know? He'll remember it. Just like every time you wiped his ass and everything else, you know, good luck with that, you know? So at the end of the day, you're posting these pictures, baby's first trip, you know, the fucking kid is like six months old or a year old, you know, and it's like he's, <laughs> there's no chance he'll ever remember it, and you just spent all this fucking money, and, you know, oh, well, we had fun. Did you? Did you really? You know? Because you talk to, you know, it's one thing when you're a kid. You go when you're a kid, and it's like heaven on earth. You're running around. You're having a good time. Everything's good. You know, nothing can be wrong. But then you talk to your parents about it, you know, 20 years later. You go, oh, yeah. Because, like I said, i only been twice, you know, once with my parents. You know, the other time my grandmother and my uncle took me. But, um, you know, you talk to your parents, you go, you know, oh, out there was pretty nice that time we went out there. And they're like, oh, it was fucking hell because blah, 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 blah. I couldn't even imagine being a parent and dealing with the heat, you know? It's just not for me. At least with the snowmobile, and I could say to my kid one day, I go, you know, hey, here, hop on this fucking, hop on this 800, you know, this 1998 800 with fucking, with, you know, a thousand, a hundred thousand miles on it and a set of stingers and it's bang, 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 bang. But guess what? It's cold out. I don't got to deal with the heat. I'm not sweating. I'm cool. He's cool. You're so much more level-headed when you're cool. You know what I mean? You're hot. Everything can go wrong. Anything and everything. The minute that the kid, I don't know how to start it, get off. Done. We're done. Fucking go inside. Get yourself a cup of hot, you know, uh, uh, get in front of the air conditioner. We're done here. This lesson is fucking over. It's cold out. Now you're like, you know what, buddy? Don't even worry about it. It doesn't matter if you don't know how to start it. As long as you know how to ride it, right? Nothing can be wrong in the world. But these fucking people, they spend over $1,000 bringing their kid down there. And you can't even really enjoy yourself. Think about, you know, these people will tell you, oh, no, we had a good time. Oh, yeah? You can't even go to fight. You can't even sit down at fucking Applebee's for 45 minutes without your kid losing their shit 
screaming. I mean, I can speak for myself, and I know that this is a bold statement, and we'll see what happens when we get there. But I know me, for the first three years of my kid's life, until he can sit in a chair and I don't got to worry about him, unless he's one of those babies that just doesn't say anything. You know, he's not a mute, but he's like a mute, you know. Um, you know, I'm not even going to attempt to go in a fucking restaurant. See, me, I don't mind takeout food. My wife, my fiance, rather, she can't She can't handle it. It's too much. Oh, the soggy, rah, rah, rah. You got to get it with the bread on the side. It's a fucking big production. Me, I don't give a fuck. So I'm not going to, I don't give a shit about not being able to go to a restaurant for fucking three years, the first three years of my kid's life. Doesn't matter to me. I'll sit at home and eat a fucking Oscar Maya, you know? My bologna has a first name, bitch. And it's O-S-C-A-R, you know? But these people, they can't even sit down at dinner for 45 minutes without, you know, enjoying themselves as they do it. But they want to fucking get on a plane, torture everybody around them because the kid is losing his fucking mind. He's saying, you know, he's screaming bloody murder. And my God, if we could only understand this little infant, beautiful baby boy or girl, you know, because he's saying... Why the fuck am I here in between you two assholes on this little cotton with filtered air? You know, the babies are smart. They know if it's filtered air or not. You know, it sounds crazy, but trust me, do your research. So they're saying, why am I re- breathing in this fucking recirculated air, risking getting COVID, you know, all to go and sweat? That's what the kid is saying. He's fucking screaming. And you're just looking at him, oh, he's so excited to go, you know. Oh, I know it, you know, look at his face, oh, boy. Yeah, fuck out of here. The kid's dying on the inside. He, he can't wait to get back home, you know. And you're, you're going to tell me that you're enjoying yourself. Then the kid's crying, and you can't even go on the rides because you got to take care of the kid. You can't get laid because the kid is sitting there, you know, you're in the fucking, you pay extra to be in that there safari house, you know, with the animals in the backyard and shit. You can't get any fucking nookie, you know, with the kids over there screaming and shit. You got to cradle rock them to bed. Yeah. Sounds really, really delightful, guys. You know, real delightful. But people do it, you know. The way I see it, man, if you got the money, you want to do it, do whatever makes you happy. Some people look at the snowmobile and go, you're a fucking idiot. You spend all this money for three months a year. Don't knock it till you try it. You know what I mean? And I don't even, but that's one of those, one of those things where you actually have to try it to know. I can look at you bringing your one-year-old or whatever the fuck to, to you know, uh, Disney or SeaWorld, and I, I know you're having a fucking bad time. Your belly hurts because the food's garbage. Again, you're sweating, you know, people, oh, I don't mind the heat. Don't you love when somebody from New England says, oh, I don't mind the heat. Then you see him like anywhere where it's above 80 degrees and they're just fucking just bullets of sweat are just raining down from their face. You know, that's my favorite. You know, that's my favorite because, you know, when people say, oh, I don't care about the heat. I just sit there and I laugh. I smile, I shake my head, and I'm belly laughing, you know, and they're like, what's the matter? I go, oh, that's nothing, you know. Then the next day, it's like 85, and they're just fucking beside themselves, you know. Oh, my God, man, this is nuts, the humidity. Oh, I thought that, you, you know. No, no, not for me. Never will be, not for me. Everybody says, you know, that's like the most famous old person line ever. 
Well, you'll see one day. One day you'll be, you know, so cold because your bones are brittle and everything else. I challenge that. I've met some motherfuckers, man, that, you know, they'll walk outside when it's cold as shit, just like I do now, and they don't worry about nothing. And I ain't slowing down, you know. I'm still rocking steady. It'll be 10 degrees out. I'm out there in a T-shirt, you know. The only time I wear a T-shirt and shorts is during the winter. That's a fact. That's a fact. And if you don't believe me, I'll send you some Snapchats. You'll see. It's not out of character for me on a winter night to go out. I'll open my slider door. I'll put a chair outside pending pending the snow situation. You know, I usually get it down pretty low and I'll just put a pair of shoes on and all I'll have on is my underoos. I'll go outside and I'll just sit there and I'll just watch the stars and the moon is shining over that beautiful, fresh, glistening snow. Better yet, when it's sat out for a day, warmed up a little bit. So you got that beautiful, beautiful crust of uh, hard-packed snow, and underneath it's all fluff, you know? What is better than that? That moonlight is just shining. The whole the whole forest just lights right up. You can see right through, you know? It's like it's day. It's just amazing, you know? And I'll just sit out there, man, and I'll watch the stars, you know? I got pretty much no light pollution. You know, it's it's still there to a degree. But it's far less than anywhere else I've ever lived in my life, you know. And you really got to see it to believe it. And uh, I'll just watch the stars. It's amazing. When you just sit there, I don't know if anybody, like, actually does this. But if you sit there and you just stare at the sky, the amount of shooting stars you see is fucking nuts. Now, it could just be me. I could be a schizophrenic and, and now I'm seeing shit again. You know, but I see a lot of shooting stars just stargazing. It's fucking amazing, especially when you go up to Pittsburgh. It's like really no light pollution. And uh, oh, my God, the number, you know, because normally you drive through the city, you really only see it if it's a really, really bright shooting star. Like if it's like something pretty decent ripping through the atmosphere, you know, and uh but here, you can see just about anything, and it's amazing, you know? And you see all the planes, too, you know? My fiance she says that we're, like, on one of the routes to to uh, to an airport. I don't, I don't know if it's Boston or Worcester or what, but uh, I kind of believe it, man. There's a lot of planes, and the house has always got, like, a... And they're high up. It's high altitude. It's not like they're, like, you know, you go to Lincoln Mall, and you see, like, all the little... Cessnas and shit like that, and you can hear the, you know, it's just like they're flying overhead, you know, it's nothing like that, they're high, high up, but it's like that, that reverberation and the sound from, from the jets, like, they're able to reach the ground, and it's like, I'm able to feel it in my house, it's pretty, pretty bizarre, but, um, man, you see a lot of fucking planes out there. And a couple of times I saw some shit that was a little, uh, let's just say, didn't have the characteristics of your average airliner. But, you know, again, 
I don't want you to think that I got the schizophrenia or anything like that. I don't. But I'll tell you right now that I see aliens from here to there. You know what I mean? From from time to time. No shame in my game, you know? But um, let's talk about something that is a big, big, big deal. Big news, if you will. Um, the rapping legend Coolio has, uh, has died. He is gone forever. He can finally rest in the big gangster's paradise in the sky. And, uh, if you don't think you know Coolio, I guarantee you do. Guy was a legend in my eyes for one song and one song only. I really didn't think that he was all that, you know, talented guy, sure, you know, but overall, not not the cat's bag, if you will, but uh, but a talented man nonetheless. The whole uh, TMZ has absolutely went ape shit over this. People are saying it was a heart attack. You know, it's with all these celebrity deaths, you know, that especially the untimely ones, it seems to be fentanyl related you know could you imagine being a multi multi millionaire and fucking you know not being able to or not securing the same guy every time and going out and fucking doing your buddies blow or just finding somebody from town to town you know and you know you're on a private jet you want to bring a bat you bring an eight ball with you Throw in your fucking luggage case. It's your jet. What are you what are you afraid of? You know? But these fucking guys go town to town. They fly fucking first class or they fly coach. They get there and then they, they cop a bag when they're out there. What are you doing? You know? And I'm not a drug user. I'll tell you right now. You know? I'm as square as they come. I am on the up and up. I'm on a straight and narrow, you know? But I mean if I was a heroin addict, I think I'd do pretty well. You know, I'd fear pretty well. But rest in peace, Coolio. And, uh, you know, shout out to him. Gangsta's Paradise. But um, in other news, there's also <laughs> a groundbreaking story about an Amazon warehouse in Texas that had to shut down... Because they're literally completely infested with bed bugs. This, ladies and gentlemen, is my worst fucking nightmare. The worst. There is nothing worse in this world than the bed bugs. And that's a fact. That's a fucking fact, Jack. You know, never had them. And I think it's because my mother and my father have like engraved like this grave grave fear of getting bed bugs in me you know my father and I would travel like nearly every weekend as I've spoken about before you know going to the racetrack and shit like that and every week we were in a different motel or hotel and you know sometimes it got pretty fucking dicey you know but bed bugs really like came back on the scene like heavy duty Roughly about, I would say probably about 10 years ago now, like where it really like popped off. And uh, 
I remember them saying, you know, when you go into a hotel room, you lift up the sheets in the corner of the bed because they just kind of like congregate there. You know, after they suck your blood and your balls all night, they go over to the corner while you're out, you know, uh, at the racetrack and they kind of just chit chat amongst each other like, oh, how was his hip? Oh, his hip was pretty fucking good. How was his ear? Not bad, Joe. Not bad. I got to tell you. You know what I mean? So they talk about different things, but it's always in the corner. And uh, you'll also see, like, blood in the corner of the fucking beds, too. So if you see that, and guys that don't know that, now you're learning something. So if you see that, pack your shit and get the fuck out. And also keep your bags high. You never know what's going on. Rats, mice, cockroaches. You know, uh, or as my grandfather would say, the cockroaches, um, bed bugs, fucking anything, you know. But they, they instilled this fear in me, man, and I, I check it everywhere. Um, I'll even do my own house from time to time. I'm that fucking paranoid about it, you know. Or I'll go to a, a friend of mine's house. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in my bedroom? I'm like, nothing, just checking something, you know, because you never know. And once you get them. It's fucking game over, you know, pull a policy out, you know, call, call travelers, get them on the phone, you know, speak with Jake or whatever the fuck that guy from the commercials name is. Tell him I need a policy because I'm about to fucking commit arson, you know, it's about to get real hairy up in this motherfucker, you know, because that's it. They get they get everywhere. I mean, if you see houses with it bad, I remember uh, years ago. I was working in Central Falls, and my grandfather got a call, and we were sent out to this house, and they were saying that they had no heat in one room. Typically, you know, here's a little secret. You know, typically when you got no heat in one room, baseboards, usually the system's airbound. That means that there's air in the pipes, right? So I says, well, let me, so I walk in, hey, how you doing? Now, most of the houses in New England, you know, these older triple-deckers, a triple-decker for my friends that don't live in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, a triple-decker is basically a three-level apartment house, you know, so you've got three floors, you know, usually they have either a deck in the front or a deck on the side of the house or both. My house growing up, we had both, um, you know. And they're situated in a way where they either have a side door or a back door that has basically stairs that go up to the other apartments or they go down into the basement. There's usually one door that has access to both. And um, I went in one day. I met, the, you know, the guy met me at the door. He says, hey, how you doing? I said, good. You know, I'm here to check out your uh, your heating system, rah, rah, rah. He goes, you want to see downstairs? I said, sure. So I go downstairs. I take a look at the boiler, flick the switch on, circulate his pump. And I'm saying, yup, I already know what it is. But, you know, you got to play the game. I said, let me go upstairs, you know, because you want to, you know, even though you know what it is, you got to you got to be thorough. You know, you, you want to go upstairs. You want to make sure that something isn't weird, you know, like something totally fucking whacked out isn't happening. So. I says, well, let's go upstairs. Let's take a look at what you got. Third floor, naturally. So you got to fucking walk all the way upstairs and uh, get up there. And I'll never forget it. This place was absolutely infested with bed bugs. Um, 
First of all, they had carpets in every room, and the curtains on the windows, there was a bed, and there was curtains right next to the bed with the window right on the side of the bed, and, I mean, it had bed bugs all over it. I'm talking about all over it. And there's one thing about me, and I say this with all due respect, seriously, because I, I, I understand. I get it. You know, you live in the city, especially in these triple deckers. You know, if one of your, your fellow tenants has something, you've got it. That's just reality, and it sucks. It's horrible, but it is what it is, right? That's why you take advantage of these fucking predatory loans when the, when the rates come down to 2%. 1%, well, never 1%, but 2%, 3%, you know, you got to get in there and get the fuck out of there, you know, and a lot of people did, a lot of people did, but, um, you know, so I, I, I feel for these people, but if I walk into a house and you've got bed bugs, you've got roaches, I'm gone, I'm gone, that's it, you know, I can't risk, you, you know, for, for, for a paycheck, I can't risk having this in my home you know because you know having bed bugs or roaches is one thing you know when you're a normal person you go well i'll call the exterminator we'll have to throw half of our shit out and we'll have to you know go up at a hotel for a couple days bomb the fucking house and you know we'll see what happens maybe we'll have to do it two three times maybe four five six or seven times and they're okay with that see me i can't I literally, that's that's uncomprehendable in my head. You know, I can't even imagine that being the case, you know? So I won't even risk it, you know? Um, a lot of people kind of get lucky because, you know, you'll be working in their house and because they cleared out under their sink or whatever, the fucking roaches went on a 20-minute hiatus and they fucking went away. So you bring all your tools up and you do the job and... It's weird. It always happens on like a quick in and out job. You know, something's loose, just needs to snug up or whatever. You know, you fucking snug it up, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you see something out of the corner of your eye and it's a fucking roach running across the floor, you know. And now you brought your bag in, you know. Now you start looking around. You see the fucking roaches are the are the grossest bastards of them all. At least bed bugs have the, tur- the, the courtesy to fucking tuck themselves in when they're done sucking your blood. You know, fucking roaches don't give a shit. You know, they lay their eggs on the fucking walls, on windowsills, you know, uh, under cabinets. They're just the grossest motherfuckers out there. You know, the nastiest bastards in the game. And, uh, you know, then you'll start to notice. You go, shit, how did I not see this? You know, there's a fucking egg on my forehead. You know, and these egg sacks carry like 100 eggs, you know. So you get one of those stuck to your foot. You go home and you forget about it, or you don't throw your clothes away, <laughs> you are fucked. You just learned the hard way not to ever do work in a house with fucking roaches and bed bugs. And that is the hardest lesson to learn, boy, you know? And any time that I have a sneak up like that where I didn't see it, and at the end of the job, one comes out, I don't fuck around. I go home, I take whatever my clothes are, I throw them the fuck out, you know? And I lick my wounds. I go back to 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 Walmart, buy my new pants, buy my new my new shoes, whatever the fuck it is, you know, and uh, and move on, you know. But I can't I can't do work 
in a house with roaches, man, or, or bed bugs. That's just totally, totally out of the question. And again, I understand, you know, you got no choice. The situation sucks. People are fucking pigs, but that's just not for me. So now my mother sends me the the link to this fucking Amazon thing back to the to the main picture here, what we were discussing earlier. I go out on these fucking tangents. I'm sorry, guys. I can't I can't help it. This is an ADHD germaphobe mind, you know? It's tainted. This is tainted judgment. But um she shoots me this link that an Amazon warehouse in Texas is completely loaded. They have to shut down. You know, and everybody can say, well, you know, that's that's Texas. What the fuck do you care? But the reality is, is how many times, you know, now that you think about it, how many times did you order something and it's not next day? You know, it's going to take a week to get here. You don't know where the fuck this thing's coming from. And you got to remember, too, Amazon's just like a plumbing supply house or a Home Depot. You know, they ship things back and forth. Hey, my warehouse is a little low on diapers. Shoot me over some diapers. So they send, you know, they send 100 boxes of Pampers from one location to the other. Little do they know, it's fucking chock-loaded with the nastiest bed bugs in the game, you know? These motherfuckers, they're throwing gang signs at each other, which is fucking scary. That's fucking scary, man, you know? And I feel like this probably happens all the time, you know, which is kind of weird to think about, but it probably really does when you think about it. We just probably don't know, you know? Because that's not typically something you want to get out. Somebody from the place probably was like, called TMZ up and was like, you are not going to fucking believe this, you know? And just started scaring the shit out of everybody. But no good. Anybody listening to this in Texas, I don't think I've hit that market yet, but take it easy for a little while, you know? Walk your ass down to your car, get in the car, turn the AC up, drive down to your nearest bodega, Walmart, a price chopper, a price right, you know? In fucking, in the Midwest, everything's like a, like a, like a come and get or a fucking... There it is, there it's not type fucking name. It's always something weird. I went to a gas station over there. Come and go, you know. Everything's got come in it, you know. They just love come. Um, but, yeah, I'd stay clear of that. They're probably going to take all the bad shit and ship it down to fucking. They're probably going to take all of the stock of fucking paper towels and shit like that to to suck up water and send it to the fucking people in Florida. That's the type of shit that these people do, you know. It's unbelievable. But what are you going to do? Oh, we want to help the cause. Yeah, you, you're fucking helping us, all right. <clears throat> but um, let's, uh, let's talk about the biggest story of the week, okay? Well, really, let's take it back. So let's go back to July 23rd. July 23rd was a day that happened, you know, on a whim. It was quick, let's go. I was surfing the the web the night before, and I wanted to get a new trailer. You know, I was kind of half in, half out on the deal. Wasn't really sure if it's something I wanted to do. 
felt right, you know, had a little bit of money in my pocket, you know, and it's one of those things, you know, the other trailer was good, it worked, it was great, put in a lot of good good times over the years, sure, but there's a time where you got to, like, throw in the hat and go, well, it's, it's just getting up there in age, and you want to get something fresh, avoid the headache, you know, you, nothing worse, you don't want to be going up uh, 112 or 201, you hit a, a fucking frost heave, and the axle falls out from underneath it. That's a bad time, you know? Add black ice and sludge and everything else, you know? Because that's the thing. You know, snowmobiling's fun and everything like that, but you got to remember the, the just the journey getting to wherever the fuck it is you're going to ride. Everybody, oh, <laughs> he's going up to fucking to New Hampshire for the weekend. Yeah, well, the whole road is a, is a sheet of black ice. You know, well, there's three inches of fresh pow on the fucking ground that you got to trek through, and you're doing 75 on fucking 93, you know? It gets pretty hairy. And the last thing that you want is a trailer that's clapped out. And this trailer wasn't really clapped out. It just, it, she was getting a little tired, and I'm one of those guys, I'm very cautious. So I said, well, let's get out of it now. Somebody else can get a great deal on it. It's great. It'll give me years of service. But it's just not my my issue anymore. So I went out on the interwebs and I found this beautiful trailer in Pennsylvania. And I looked at how far it was. Four hours actually it was four and a half hours away. I'm going, oh my God, you know? But the price was right. I looked at the price and said, holy shit, you know, it was one of those prices where you go. Oh, you can't get hurt. You know, you're saving a bunch of money. This is great. And I'm like, well, this is it. Fuck it. Call up a couple buddies. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I can't go. In reality, I know the deal. They don't want to sit in the car any more than I do for four fucking hours, you know, to go get a stupid fucking trailer and then do 70 miles an hour the whole ride back. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. Trailering sucks. And uh, so I get my trailer hitch all situated on the truck. I fucking go back inside the house. I take a poop. And uh, I'm on the Craigslist marketplace, which God bless that, right? If you're buying, not if you're selling. If you're buying, God bless uh, Facebook marketplace. Um, But I'm on there, and I just happen to see the same exact trailer but better, um, and it was only two hours, two and a half hours away in New Hampshire, and it was five hundred dollars cheaper. So I says, I'd be an idiot not to. So the next day, I woke up bright and early, six o'clock. Well, actually, no, it was five o'clock. I left at six. Um, got up there about nine o'clock after stopping, gas, breakfast, shit like that. All you know, solo ride. Nice ride, whatever. Get up there, look at it. It was the one. You know, you know when you you know when you go to look at something, you go, This is it. You know, I went to go buy my pickup truck. I saw a thousand trucks on the lot, drove hundreds of them, but I looked at this truck and I just knew. I said, That's the baby, right? So so I buys the trailer, bring it back to the house, you know, pockets hurt and and one of my biggest things was, this is another calculation that I made. 
I didn't want to buy a trailer until, well, let me rephrase that. I didn't want to sell my current trailer until I had something in my hand, you know, because the market's crazy, shit's overpriced, you know, and it's one of those things. If I would have, if I would have sold the trailer and said, all right, now I'm going to take the cash and go buy another trailer. I never would have found another trailer. That's, that's a fact. That's just how life goes. You know, you're like, well, let me get this out of the way. No. So I made a pact with myself. I said, you're going to keep this fucking thing. You're going to come out of your savings. You're going to pay for it cash. And, you know, that's it. And when you get it, it's in the fucking driveway. You know you're safe. You know that you're good. Then you can go out and you can, you know, sell the other one. So I did. And the other one sold. Uh, Took a couple weeks, but patience is key with selling shit, especially with fucking Facebook Marketplace, you know, weeding out the tire kickers and, you know, who's serious, who's not, the fucking uh, is this available button, which if you're a, a representative from Facebook and you know Zuckerberg, do me a favor, give rid of that fucking button, will you? Seriously, enough, enough. Nothing is worse, you know? It's like tire kickers are one thing, but the tire kickers will send that first and get your blood fucking boiling, you know? And it's one of those buttons that, you know, it used to be in a spot where you hit it on accident very easily. It's actually not in an easy spot anymore. But people still somehow hit it. And I don't know how. I really don't know how. And uh, and then the tire kick is, you know, because I don't respond to that. You And I put it right in the ad. I do not respond to is this available. I know it was a fucking accident, right? But people hit it, and it's always the tire kickers that were dead serious. Did it, you know, with a purpose. They're like, you know, two days later, they'll send a follow-up. Hello, question mark. You know, you don't want to respond, question mark. What's up with that? Did it sell yet? You know, and you're like, fuck. You know, and those people, they'll just ring you out for fucking, tell me about it. And then you talk back and forth for a day and a half. And then it goes fucking flat and nowhere. Or, you know, well, I don't have the money right now. I got to fucking, you know, I, I'm going to fucking, uh, uh, I'm going to hold a, a potluck and, shit like that and a fundraiser and I should have the funds in a fucking month you know it's always one of those deals can you hold it go fuck yourself you know um but you know so I sold the I sold the old trailer and pretty much immediately started to work on on my new trailer um when I bought it it was an open platform it and when I say that I mean like it was First of all, it never it, it is a snowmobile trailer. Never had a snowmobile in it. Uh, fresh plywood floors, like, you know, because you'd know, you know, if it did. No holes from any screws. No bullshit. Just an open template to do whatever I want. And if you know me, you know that I love putting my spin on it, on shit. You know, it doesn't matter how big or how small, whether it's a a re-decaling or, you know, removing decals or adding something stupid that, you know, you never would think of and you go, oh, shit, you know, that does look kind of cool or whatever. You know that that's my my jam. So I said, I'm not going to fuck around. I'm going to spend the money. I want to do this trailer the way that I want it, okay? I'm done 
messing around. You know, the other trailer I bought, it served me well, but it wasn't what I wanted. And even at the time that I bought it, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. But it is what it is, right? You make decisions, you fucking, you deal with it. And, you know, it it served its purpose for years. So I said, I'm going to do this right. So every week, I'm going to spend about $200 and I'm going to buy the parts I need to do it. And during the week, I'll come out of work or whatever um, and I will, you know, work on the trailer. And that's pretty much what I did. Every week, you know, $200 turned to 400 and shit like that, you know, of course. But um, that's what I did. And uh, after all the work and everything, the trailer is finally complete. It is exactly the way that I wanted it, you know. Um, I did all of the tracking inside. Uh, it sounds ridiculous to say R&D, but I mean, if you if you were in my garage with me every single night till 10 o'clock, driving my fiance fucking nuts because she wants to watch the Great British Bake Off, you know, or uh, or Master Chef, you know, and and I'm out there fucking around, screwing up the uh, the viewing uh, sessions that we have. Um, you'd know that literally there was a lot of fucking R and D, a lot of putting shit up, trying it. Nope, in and out with the the sleds out of the trailer. I mean, I was like really tiring myself out. It really was a lot. Um. My father helped me one day, you know, shit like that. My friends came in, gave their two cents a couple times, the fucking bastards, and then left, you know. But uh, but really, it was a solo project, and everything I did was calculated. It was done slowly. I took my time, and I did it exactly the way it is. So um, this little, you know, the, 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 the next couple minutes is going to be a little breakdown from my guys my sled necks that have trailers, shit like that, um, that maybe are looking for ideas. Um, so I'm going to give you kind of like a, a a breakdown audibly of what I did. Um, and, you know, if you want to go online, the Tainted Judgment uh, podcast, Instagram, it's on there. Pictures are going to be posted up on that. My Instagram, Johnny Too Fast. Um, you know, my Facebook as well, things like that. You'll see it. But, um, you know, picture that there door on the back. I've got a beautiful Tainted Judgment podcast um, crest that my uh, my good friend and confidant, Nick Cloutier, um, you know, he basically, we kind of spitballed some ideas. And if you've been following us for a while, it's actually even on the Spotify account. You can see that there, crest. Uh, spent some time on that. You know, we dialed that in. We made it exactly how I wanted it. And I appreciate that. He killed it. Everybody loves it. Um, And I put that crest right on the back door. Underneath that, in nice, cool font, it says, when this door opens, uh, the bullshit stops, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, On this, you know, bottom left corner of the trailer door, we've got the Instagram tag. Um... On the side of the trailer, we got Skidoo Racing. Skidoo's the brand that I rock with. The only brand for me and my crew. Um, So we got that out there. And we've got another decal on the front. 
of the Instagram uh, handle as well. And I'm I'm probably I left things proportioned where we could add things as we go. You know, I think I'm gonna put another crest on the front drop down door, shit like that. You know, but it looks great the way it is. You really, really, really gotta go check this out. You know, but um, it looks absolutely fantastic and the all the vinyl was done by my good friend um nicholas deluz uh he's out of uh, his shop's out of lincoln rhode island um i have him tagged in the post if you need your car wrapped if you'd like decals made um you'd like your truck lettered this guy he's a young man um he is absolutely fantastic and we sat down and had multiple conversations. And I, Nick, I, I know you're probably listening to this one. I'm sorry. I, we really went through it, you know. Like, we went through, you know, well, let's try this. Let's try that. We had some issues with the with making the first decal. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was a lot, you know. But Nick is a very calculated guy, as am I. And it was one of those things where... We didn't want to half-ass anything. We wanted things done right. We were both... I'm, I'm happy that I met him. Shout-out to Jared um, from Grusland Performance. He basically set me up with, with Nick. He said, this is my guy. He let it up my trucks. He fucking killed it. I went down. I saw his trucks for myself. Said, yep, got my stamp of approval. Shoot me over his info. And off I went. Um, But, you know, we sat down. We had a lot of conversations. And... You know, we we put things on. We took them off. You know, we reworked things. I mean, I'm talking hours and hours of trying different things and emails back and forth and phone calls and texts. And uh, I really cannot stress enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that and sticking that out, Nick, because, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I dropped it off at his shop and there was something that didn't look a one. And, you know, most shops today, if, you, if you've if you had anything done by anybody in the past five years, you'll know that people don't tell you the truth until you show up and see it for yourself. And you go, whoa, 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 what the fuck is that? We spoke about this and you give me this? And they go, oh, yeah, well, about that. You know, it, it wasn't like that with Nick. Um, you know, when there was an issue with one of the decals. Um, the actually the main decal on the back. Um, he called me immediately. He sent me pictures. He says, you know, this is what we got. This is the situation. But you know, I basically gave him the the rights. I said, I trust what you say. You know, just figure out whatever you want to do. Just keep me in the loop, and we'll do it from there. And he did, and uh, it came out absolutely spectacular. Um. So picture that there, big door dropping down the back. We've got um, we've got all of the snowmobile tracks, all done by Caliber. Um, all of them are produced by Caliber uh, Performance, which really is great. Their customer support is fantastic. Um, one of the one of the edge glides that I have, um, you know, basically, you know, where you've got the ramp and then the actual floor. I have these little fold-down glides. You know, like I told you guys before, you know, we've got skis with essentially like ice skates on the bottom of them. You know, skegs, carbides, whatever you want to call them. Um, 
and they need some way to go because if not, they'll just gouge up the, the plywood or they'll get hung up or, you know, on that there gap, they'll break or whatever. I've had one break before. It's just, it just it can really do havoc. So Caliber makes a really cool, it's called a, a Edge Glide 2.0, folds down, gives you a nice, fills in that gap, gives you a nice uh, flat surface to ride on, and uh, they work tip. Um, so we've got those. And, uh, you know, then we've just got the general, uh, you know, tracking all throughout. And again, I mean, I took my 850 in and out and in and out of that trailer and moved it and backed it up and went forward and damn near overheated it one day from trying it over and over again. And obviously, being that I bought it late July, this is like most of the work occurred like late August early September, so it's 85, it's 90, it was just, every time I looked at the trailer and went, yup, today's the day, went outside and put a show on the tube outside and shit like that, and got situated with my tools, the sun would come out and it's fucking a million degrees out, it's just one of those things, but whatever, Um, but we've got that, you know, we've got all the glides down, and if anybody, you know, goes on and goes, oh shit, I love that, you know, if you want help setting up your trailer, give me a call. You know, I, I can give you specifics. I can give you, shoot your links, whatever you want, you know. I'm all about helping out, you know. That's one thing about the snowmobiling community that I I love so much is that everybody is so fucking helpful, you know. Um, up on the left, basically, the walls were bare, um, bare metal studs, you know, aluminum, you know, little two-by-three studs, basically. Um, so what I did was I bought some nice Marlite, you know, you see it like in, in commercial kitchens, that type of shit, but I bought Marlite for the walls. It's like that marbled white plastic, you know, sheets basically. So I bought that, put that on all of the walls, gives it a really nice white color, uh, really pops. Then I, uh, I did... <laughs> I put I put a post online about the uh you know what what should I do for light? You know, I'm a big light whore. I love fucking lights, you know. Catch me on any given day. You go to my garage, you go just anywhere. You're like, "Hey, give me your baddest light. I'll pull something out that'll blow your fucking mind, you know. The more lumens the better." You know, I had over 90 inches of light bar on my fucking 2002 Honda CRV. You don't believe me? I got pictures to prove it. So I'm a big light whore. So I go on the uh, the Facebook groups and make some posts, shit like that. You know, some guys talked about things that I already had before. Fucking, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, but they posted, one guy says, you should really look into those there strip lights. You know, and, it, and when he says that, I'm like, yeah, go fucking pound rocks, right? Because historically, you see those like, strip lights on like teenagers ceilings you know it looks like shit they're always hanging down they're not put up properly shit like that so I said well send me a picture of what you got let's see how good they are right so he does he does and it was bright it looked great so I ordered uh two rolls of uh marine uh led strips uh they were like 20 feet each and I went all about the top with it, you know, all the way around. 
I set up uh, a few different lights as well, um, two on each ramp, uh, three lights down the center. I mean, it's like it lights up like fucking Yankee Stadium. You can see the pictures. It's it's a sight to behold, you know. But uh, so I set those all up. So it's really bright in there. It's beautiful. Looking at the left-hand wall, we've got uh, we've got a really cool setup. You know, my last trailer. You know, if you ride Skidoo, you like Skidoo. Um, you know that we have the link system, which is basically luggage gas caddies, things like that, uh, for people that don't know, you know, you go on a road trip, shit like that, you, you, you need to bring stuff, you need to bring spare gas, spare oil, uh, you know, whatever, you, your dog, you, you know, food, whatever, and, uh, you know, Skidoo has a really cool system, it's, you know, similar to a saddlebag idea, but it's different, you know, they actually clip to the sled, they're strong, they don't go anywhere, and, you know, we do backpacking trips, shit like that, and uh, which you'll hear about in the future. But, um, you know, it keeps all of our shit dry, keeps it nice and tight. So I set up on the left-hand wall um, a few of the link brackets so I can hang up our stuff. Uh, you know, keeps my luggage, my gas caddy, my oil caddy up and out of the way. Um, and it just looks killer. And then, of course, we've got ratchet straps, things like that. You know, but... Really, really cool, and uh, it's just something that I really wanted to do. You know, I I did this all on a whim at first. I said, I don't need the trailer, but I'd like to have a new trailer. I fucking bit the bullet. I did it, and uh, I said, I'm not going to cut any corners, and I didn't, and here we are, you know, a couple months later, uh, just in time for uh, sled prep season with, uh, in my eyes, one of the baddest fucking trailers I've ever seen. And we've got it let it down with the tainted judgment shit. Um, and I just couldn't be happier. So thank you to anybody who uh, who helped me out. Thank you to Amazon, the bed bug free. Amazon over here in the Northeast with all the Caliber products. Thank you to Caliber. Uh, yeah, you guys are the best. Thank you to Jess at Caliber. You know, I had an issue with one of the things. She sent out a, uh, a brand new package loaded with... Uh, with replacements, I only needed one. She sent me four, so shout out to her. Um, but yeah, man, this is a, this is really like a a full circle dream come true type deal, you know. Got the podcast ripping. Always wanted a cool trailer. Here we are, and what better to have outside of that trailer than beautiful decals with my podcast name written all over that motherfucker for the world to see. You know, so yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Can't wait to get up north and uh, pull into that lot. You know, or oh, you're up on that Friday night, man, and you know you're in that that beautiful ocean of trailers. You know, everybody's doing the same thing. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a audit cat guy. You got audit cat and big letters on the side of your rig, or fucking Polaris or Skidoo. You know, everybody's waving at each other. Everybody's got one thing on their mind, and that's fucking riding, you know? Love it. Doing what you love, you know? That's the best part about this whole thing, you know? Wait all year and uh, capitalize on doing what I love. And that's what I intend to do, folks. So, on that note, 
Thank you for listening once again to episode 13. You guys have been great up until this point. Let's keep the uh, let's keep the momentum going here, okay? Let's share the posts. Let's like the posts. Instagram, tainted underscore judgment underscore podcast. My personal Johnny underscore two underscore fast. Um, we got a Facebook page now. I don't think that I've got it set up for likes for some reason. I think it's follows. So I got to figure that there out. But, you know, go check that out. Uh, my personal Facebook, obviously, you can get on there. But uh, we're trying to do it big, guys. Got some snowmobiling episodes coming up, coming at you pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. I'm pretty excited. Those will be lab- labeled sled talk, you know. So you'll have to, if you're not really down with that, um, that there's fine. But you'll just have to read the description or I'm going to see if there's a, a way I could do something different, um, you know, and uh, let you guys with a little fair warning. But um, even if you don't listen to it, if you could just pop it on and scroll all the way to the end so we get a we get a listen, uh, a download on there, you know, that helps us out. But uh, trying, to ch- trying to take this shit to the top, man. We want to be well known. Not only in the the northeast, but everywhere. We've got we've got a listener in the home of BTK, like I said, Wichita, Kansas, baby, home of tornadoes and serial killers. So that's that. Um, on that note, let's uh let's wrap this thing up. You know what? We mentioned the loadout by Jackson Brown earlier. Go and give that there a listen. You know, it's it's not a great song. You're not going to listen to it and go, this is the shit. But this is a song that he wrote for his roadies. You know, the guys that nobody knows about. You know, the unsung heroes and the backbone of the music industry. You know, these guys work for minimum wage. They get up every day. They take down all of the guy's gear, you know, whoever it is, put all the shit up, go town to town. It's a motherfucker. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just a guy showing appreciation for what he's got. And uh, I think that's really important, you know, letting letting you know, you know, that you appreciate the things that people do for you, you know. And uh, yeah. On that note, guys, I'll see you next episode. Everybody have a great, safe weekend. Got Oktoberfest uh, up here in Douglas, Mass. this weekend. So uh, I'll be out there Saturday having the time of my life. Um, But, yeah, that's it, folks. Have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great whatever. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Ciao.